0: Should we sing the song? No. <laughs> okay, we won't sing the song. Uh, hello, podcast the world. Um, I just want to go ahead and state this up front that me and Luke have no idea what we're doing.
1: Yeah, this is the first podcast. This is the first we've podcast ever done. we're ever doing. How does it feel? Oh, it feels great. Why does it feel great? Uh, because we're gonna be talking about tell the him, great God. Tell him, bro. <laughs> tell them bro. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this is this first on Christian theology podcast. And what we really want to talk about today is theology itself and why theology is important, why we should be studying it, answering some objections from people who would say, no, you don't know, oh, they're, they're trying to bash our beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we won't have that.
0: Um, yeah, let's just go ahead and let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's go ahead and do this thing. All right. So do you just want to, like, go ahead and just state? what theology is yeah exactly so
1: well theology is a big word that's kind of thrown around a lot, thrown around a lot but basically it's comes from two words theos greek word for god and ology which just means the study of right and so you see it thrown into the end of a lot of words like biology zoology not anatomy not anatomy. i learned <laughs> that it's not anatomy okay. <laughs> yes yeah, so uh so basically the word itself just means the study of god and it, it applies broadly to who God is, to what God has done. And as Christians, we believe that we find that, we find the we, we learn about God and who He is, what He's done in Scripture. That's the one place we can go for the perfect, what we call the revelation, the revealing, of who God is and what He's done for us. So, yeah. as we go through this podcast, our that's our basis is Scripture. It's not going to be as much as possible. It's not going to be our own opinions, our own just some dream we had last night, yeah. right?
0: And if we do that, we'll probably have some funky views of God. If we yes, exactly. So, I mean, we might we, we, we might
1: get a lot of followers, right? But, <laughs> and that's how we're doing. Bro. We're gonna, uh, but uh, no, we want everything to be based on Scripture and on the teaching of God's yeah. word. So, but I think what, what we really want to focus on this episode is is why is theology important for us as christians today? and answering some i guess objections that people raise to that. So one would be uh, that that we kind of talked about was theology is just impractical. it's yeah. just not important for us.
0: yeah. and i think what gives us some really good insight on this is what aw tozer said that the most important thing about us is what comes into our mind when we think about god. and that pretty much means that theology is practical, right? That's pretty much bashing the objection that it's not practical. And when people say that theology is not practical, they're pretty much saying that it has no meaning in our life today. It's, it doesn't really matter that much. It's not very essential. It's not important. And that's still kind of a lie, right? I think if we, exactly. it's if we, if we, if we buy into those lies, then we're going to have a pretty whacked up life. We're going to have a pretty messed up mind. And like Tozer said, most important thing about us, what we think about God, and that really affects the way that we live it affects the choices that we make it affects what we say it affects what we believe it affects every single facet of our being right exactly
1: and and that's that's the most practical thing ever yep you know what i'm saying that's not impractical at all hmm exactly because because like what he's establishing that what that what he's saying there is our our mind the way we think shapes the way we live and you know when thinking about theology n- everyone has some sort of theology you know even an atheist has a theology their theology is that god does not exist and that drastically impacts the way they live that's, so that's true. the way they think about god the fact that god does not exist impacts every decision they make yeah. everything about them. I, I
0: think that most atheists would say that since they don't believe in god that they don't have a theology
1: mm-hmm. why do you think that's not the case well, their, their, their denial of God's existence is, is a statement theology? about God yeah. and is their theology. So they're making a statement about God by saying that God does not exist. Right. And they're living in light of their theology, right? So as Christians, we want to have a theology, like we said, that's driven by God's word. And that theology, that belief about God, who God is and what God has done really does impact every aspect of our lives. And I think a, a great passage that, that talks about this is Romans 12 where paul says that he therefore i urge you this is verse one brothers and sisters in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god this is your true and proper worship and listen to verse two this is really important do not be conformed to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will so what what paul says is going to change our lives the way we live on a daily basis is by first of all our minds have to be changed it starts with our thoughts so theology yes it is it kind of goes on in the head right it's about what we believe it's about what we think and for many people as soon as they hear that they think okay this is so impractical yeah i I want 10 steps that i can kind of practically live out today and so theology just seems very, very distant and practical for people. But you got to understand that what your mind, the way you think about the world, what we call your worldview, that the lenses through which you view the world, that is going to affect, yeah. ev- like you said, every One word the, you yeah. say, everything you do, it all goes back to that. So theology is the most, is the most impractical thing. Yeah. What we believe about, there's nothing more important than what we believe about God.
0: Yeah. And I think based on what your worldview world is or how you think about God, like Tozer said, It really determines the fact whether you believe that God is good or God does not. And if you think that God is not good, if that's what comes into your mind is that God is bad, then you're not going to follow him, right? And if you have a view that God is good, then you're going to live in light of that. And when it comes to like atheists, atheists, when their worldview is that, their theology is that God doesn't exist, their primary motive for how they live their lives is rooted out of that. So mm-hmm. they have, they believe that they have no greater authority over them. Exactly. So they're going to live that way. And if a Christian that thinks that the that God is the Lord over their lives, they're going to live that way. What you think about God is important because it decides how you live. It decides whether you're going to pursue him or it decides how, if you're going to run from him. If I mm-hmm. think that God is a good father, then I'm going to want to be with him. If I, if I think that God is always mad at me, then I'm going to hide like Adam and Eve did. Right. Uh-huh. So.
1: Exactly. That's just why worldviews are just important. That's why how we think about God is important. Exactly And and you have to remember too that the world is always for trying to force its beliefs on you As you as you go about the world and you see things on social media entertainment, whatever it might be Those there's a worldview that that is being pushed on you trying to be forced on you even in school, right? You're, You're gonna have teachers who are teaching from a certain perspective and they're trying to force that on you in a lot of ways and so, if, if we're, as a Christian, if you're not grounding yourself in the truth of God's word, if you're not taking time to diligently study theology... Then, you're, then your mind's going to be conformed to the world. Conformed to the world, exactly. You're going to be easily led astray. Yeah, and you can't resist it. Mm-mm. You can't resist it. No, it's, it's pride, and it's prideful to think that we can, yeah. apart from God's help.
0: Yeah, and I uh, think about Colossians 3, how we're supposed to set our minds on the things that are, are above. above. Mm-hmm. That's important, right? So I guess we can talk a little bit on like, how that looks like. To set your minds on things above.
1: Yes. Well, I think first of all, it Cause means... It, cause,
0: sorry for interrupting, but if we find out that theology is is practical, then um,
1: how do you actually do that? How do you pursue that kind of theology? Uh, well, I, I think first of all, we've got to lift our means, lifting our eyes from the things below, right? From the things of this world. We got to stop being so distracted by everything, and and step back and think about what we would say are the the big the big issues as far as who God is. And and what God is doing because we it's very easy to get caught up in the everyday stuff, right? That, that is often what takes us away from God's word what takes us away from having developing a relationship with God and knowledge of him So to set our our, our minds on things for above We've got to first take them off of the things that are below hmm. And that's essentially what we're gonna be trying to do in this podcast is sp- take just taking time really to discuss this is very informal just conversation about ch- theological truths and how they apply to us in our lives. And it's, it's as simple as that, just what we call biblical meditation, right? Yeah. Which is not emptying our minds, but it's filling it with God's truth and thinking about that's how good. how God's truth impacts our daily life. Right. And that's that's what we want to do here. And w- that's just what, Christ- as Christians, we should be practicing. Every time we open God's word, it's not just to fill our heads with information, but to think about how this information is going to impact our lives. Yeah.
0: yeah that, that's a good point on meditation because... I think most people think that meditation is kind of like sit in your room with the lights off, go crisscross applesauce mode, and then you're just emptying your mind. But biblical meditation is filling your mind with the things that are right, mm-hmm. filling your minds. Like Philippians 4, think about these things. Exactly. What is honorable, love, what, any of that. And, and um,
1: meditation can really be what we're doing right now, right? Discussing this stuff yeah. and, and really it's delving just it It's just reflecting. It's reflecting.
0: It's just reflecting on the goodness of God and what he's done. Um, but not only what he's done, but who he is. Um, and that's we kind of talked about how theology is practical and theology is like awesome is because it's essentially the study of God. We're learning about who God is, what he's done and what he's like. Uh, mm. But I guess we can kind of transition to the, all the objections yeah, of theology. I, oh, I think I, I think probably the biggest one is that theology is too complicated. Theology is too hard. And I want to go ahead and say that I totally get that. I think we both do mm. that theology can be very complicated at times. Um, and it's very time consuming. Like you have this, you have just, you have to that's the thing about theology. You have to put effort in. Yes, you have exactly. To put effort in. It's not just going to be zapped into your mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when people have the objection that theology is too hard and too complicated, that's the reason why they don't want to pursue it in the first place. Because they're like, oh, that's too intimidating for me. I don't want to do that. Um,
1: why do you, why do you think people think it's too complicated? So I think part of it is some they have a, a a proper understanding sometimes of god's infinity that he's so uh, so i mean incomprehensibly in glorious and awesome that they think well where can we even start right yeah. where can we even start that's a with, that's a good start i would say that's yes a good start. yes and so that and which is perfect which is completely true right god is infinite god is is incredible god is beyond our comprehension so people look at that and they say well then how can we even begin to like yeah. study him and understand Him?" But i think
0: if theology was just like was just light work then that'd be kind of a you yes know, the study of god is just like too
1: like so like so easy that would be you know that'd be weird yeah well well that and that's the thing it'd, it'd be if we could completely understand god if he was super easy and simple then that's not that's, that's kinda, not the true god yeah. that's not the true creator of this universe if you can understand if you and your finite mind can understand the infinite god then we've got a problem we've got, we got a big so, problem <laughs> so it's it's 100% true but what we have to remember is that god has revealed himself to us so while we can't i think the clarification we need is we cannot understand him completely we cannot understand him in his fullness but we can begin to know him yeah. right we can't yeah. have a relationship with him is that like the difference between like comprehension and apprehension I, yes, kind of. I, yes, I, sort of, because we, we can't have a full comprehension, right? Yeah, we yes. can't, we can't, we'll, well, for all eternity, we're going to be worshiping God and learning more about him, and we're never going to reach the bottom of that well, right? Yeah. It's, it's endless, but we can begin to drink the water. Hmm. We, can, we can even now begin to partake of this God who we will never fully understand. Yeah.
0: And, and there's something that you said that um, theology is complicated enough for like the smartest professor, not to fully grasp it or understand, but it's simple enough for, for a, a child, for a child yes. to grasp. And a
1: and th- uh, uh, scripture, scripture passage I love, and that comes to mind when people raise this objection of, oh, theology is just so hard, and it's for really smart people, is 1 Corinthians 1. For consider your calling, this is verse 26, brothers, not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many of you were powerful. Not many of you were noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. So God has made his gospel understandable to the foolish of this world and, I mean, to the smallest child can can comprehend the rich truth of the gospel. They're not going to comprehend it fully, but they can have a, be- a good enough understanding to be able to partake of it, to be saved, right? So th- that's the difference between being able to partake of it, being able to understand it in a way that they, they can be saved by God and and then you've got the smartest person in the world can never fully understand can never fully comprehend Well, we're, again, we'll be spending all of eternity p- Thinking about these things and just learning more about this and we stand in awe of the rich truth of the gospel of, of how God has saved us And we'll, we'll never be able to fully comprehend it, but I, You know a, a child can understand it and come to believe in it. Yeah, so that and that's just the beautiful I mean That's just one of the beautiful things about God's word and God's truth that it's it's so rich and yet it can it can be understood and is is so simple. Yeah. <laughs> There's, it's 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 a paradox, yeah. but it's God's goodness can be experienced,
0: but it can't always be explained. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, um, just even like the Trinity. Obviously, the Trinity or a lot of theological terms can be very confusing, mm-hmm. um, very hard to hard and complicated. Um, so they can't always be explained fully. But we can still experience them. Exactly. Like we can experience, I know this sounds like crazy and theological, but we can experience the Godhead and the Trinity. Mm-hmm. I can't explain him. I'm not going to use the avocado analogy or any of those analogies because those are <laughs> well, exactly. Like, and those are wrong. And like, yes, we will. We'll,
1: that. Like that's a perfect example. of The Trinity. Okay. We, we, we are. The Trinity is just such a crazy. It's so difficult to wrap our heads around. And yet we know the father sent a son. The Son has saved us, right? Yeah. He's died for us. And the Holy Spirit's living within us. So it's we're experiencing not, the Trinity. It's not that complicated. Well, okay. That well, might sound like... like, like a, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is we're complicated, We're experiencing but the Trinity in our lives, but we're not... We can't fully comprehend it, yeah. right? But but our, the fact that we are saved is a result of our triune God, right? Yeah. And, and, and even if you can't explain that, you can't experience it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> theology, <laughs> theology is, is not too difficult. Okay? It's not too difficult. It, it, it's the, you'll never reach the bottom of it, but you can, you can start, right? You and, can start and you it. have to start. God calls you, if you want to, if you love the Lord, you're going to want to pursue that greater knowledge of him. So, yeah. but yeah, so I
0: can't, I guess the point is it can be complicated, but it's not impossible. Mm. Um, and you can start right now. We, we're doing this right now. So, exactly. really cool. so exactly. um, let's talk if about we like, it, If we can do can. it, if we <laughs> can do it, anybody can do it. I guess another objection is that theology is too outdated, which therefore it's not needed, relevant, or relevant or relevant. Yeah. Um, and we kind of talked about why it's important, but I think in more specific detail, why people think it's outdated. And I get where they're coming from because the whole idea today is that modern is better mm. or new is better. Yep. I don't think that's the case with theology. I think that the church fathers in early church history, a lot of people might not know a lot about church history. Um, I've just gotten into it, but they have worked very hard to set in stone something that we should believe in. And honestly, we don't take a whole lot of advantage of it. I think we've kind of neglected the fact that, or not even know the fact that so many people have spent blood, sweat, and tears in order to provide some sort of, um, Clear teaching uh-huh. on really difficult issues like the Council of Nicaea. I could say that, and a lot of people won't even know what that is. Um, but church history is important, and I know that's really boring because a lot of people are turned off by history and think that history is like <laughs> uh-huh. so boring. Because, like I said, that new is better, modern is better. So, why would we want to look to history? Why would we
1: want to look in the past when we can just look to the future? You know. So, what do you what do you think? Yeah, well, and that? I think I think a helpful, a very helpful way of thinking about it is to. Think about in terms of the fact that when, here we are, over two thousand years after Christ, we've had two thousand years of people working hard to study Scripture, of faithful men and women wrestling with difficult truths, with difficult passages. It's like so we we're standing on the shoulders of these people who've gone before us, and how incredibly arrogant would it be for us to say, you know, forget the two thousand years yeah. of hard work? And I think a lot of people we've don't got better ideas, that, you know? Yeah, and people no, exactly. People don't think about it. We we. Uh, history itself I think is kind of a very neglected subject and topic in our in our day and age because it's all about progression progressive yeah. you know, new improved and so the oh, we kind of p- young people especially are all about throwing out the old and moving on to new things but it's such an arrogant way of thinking because the these people weren't just sitting around for 2,000 years right they, they yeah. were inventing they were they were thinking and when it comes to the realm of theology they were studying God's word and you know God's word does not change so if they if someone a thousand years ago came to a proper understanding and interpretation of a, a passage of scripture i can look to that and that can be very practical and helpful for me today so i love like passages like isaiah 48 the grass withers the flowers fall but the word of our god endures forever you know if, if god's word endures forever if it does not change then that means that i can really lean on all the study and work of, uh, uh, that's been done in, in studying god's word that, yeah. and those that, makes, people our, that makes our study
0: so much easier like we don't have to go to random meetings in our neighborhoods to figure out all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like we can benefit from all of the church history. Exactly. All of them doing endless research and working on all that stuff. And Uh, something... uh, And even like all the prayer that was
1: incorporated with all they were doing. uh, Yep. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, the Holy Spirit was just like Jesus promised. The Holy Spirit was with them and the Holy Spirit was helping them understand what he had said. Yeah, we have to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. We have to. Yeah, and... And and it can be... It can be easy for us to... To just think of ourselves as superior, but how? I mean, how arrogant is that? To yeah, we're say, like, oh,
0: we live in 2023,
1: so we know <laughs> we know way more than
0: they did. Uh huh. But that's that's not true.
1: No, it's not, especially especially when it comes to the theological truth. To to put ourselves above, you know, the great these great men and women of the faith is just it's ridiculous. That's really. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so do you want to go into the next objection, or do you have? Yeah, else to say? yeah, I think. Uh, so a big objection, another big objection that is often raised is. And people don't necessarily state this, but I think this is in the back of people's head a lot of times oh, yeah, it is. is that theology is just boring.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why people have such a ignorance to a lot of the church history and a lot of the scriptures in general uh-huh. is because they think it's boring. Mm-hmm. If they think it's boring, they're not going to go into it. For example, if I think that history in general is boring, I'm not going to sit in my room and read a history book. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. So I think apathy is the issue. Um, and when you're apathetic about something, you're probably going to be ignorant, ig-
1: ignorant about it too. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um,
1: yeah, no, I completely agree. The, I know personally the things that I am most interested and most excited about are the things There's that I know no the best, more, mm-hmm. the things that I'm best at. You know, the subjects in school that I take the most interest in are the ones that yeah. I'm going to do best on the test on. And so, I think this is kind of a hard truth, that if theology is the thing that's m- more
0: ignorant in our culture, then that's kind of
1: telling that. It's, it's well, it's, people are lacking interest about, in. Yeah, right. Even, and, and sadly, this isn't when we say culture amongst the Christian culture, right? Not just the world at large but amongst you know if you go into a, a church and you look at especially the young people and there's there's a lot of times a huge lack of knowledge of God's truth and it's because there's just not a lot of interest in it they'd rather play games and eat pizza and, <laughs> guess, and youth group right dodgeball. <laughs> which I'm not saying there's not a place for that but when we come together I think no, our I know when, Spion- when you're
0: a youth pastor you're just gonna only play dodgeball oh yeah oh yeah that's that yeah <laughs> you heard it here first um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's a very big issue when it comes to love. Um, and obviously with our study of theology, it's about love. Mm-hmm. It's always been about love. It's about loving God more, being loved by him, um, listening to his voice, being with him, and just learning more about him, about who he is, what he's done. And when we're ignorant of that, like I said, it's because there's a loss of love. There's an, ap- there's an apathetic issue going on, and that's not good you know that's a problem yeah
1: so and so just to be clear so what you're saying then is so it's that what what's a lot of time causing that boredom causing that lack of excitement over theology actually goes back to our lack of love and excitement over god right because yeah. if again if theology like how we define it is the study of god of who he is and what he's done then if we're not excited about that it means we're not excited mm-hmm. about god so i think as christians they're they're always if we're if you're truly saved there is going to be some underlying i think it's just part of what god does in your heart an yeah. underlying desire to know him better that can be obviously that there we go through times when that's that excitement is not as much there as we would like it to be right and our our you know our emotions are fickle but i think every christian to some extent or another has that desire and and it's that it's that desire. It's that love for God that's going to push us past our fear of, Oh, the boredom of theology to desire to, because we want to know him better. Right. So uh, I think I, I completely agree with you. So it goes, it goes, it's a heart issue of our, and it goes back to our love for God and our, and you know, we, just this small view of god that we don't think there he's that's this he's so you yeah. know he's this great awesome god why would we not want to study him yeah. why would we not want to learn more about him but it's simply a lot of times because we have kind of this we think of god as just this big guy up in the sky who's sort of like this superhero yeah. and and, and, he's and why more, would we
0: want to study someone that's like that exactly
1: right. we we think of him too much like ourselves right mm. we we put god on our level And there's there's not a lot of people who we would really be that interested in in studying. We're so focused on ourselves. (laughs) It's it's such a subtle form of
0: idolatry. Oh, exactly, it is. And so we we usually think that like a a form of idol is like a statue that you build and you like throw something at and bow down (laughs) to it. But Uh that's when it comes down to it, it's really our love of self Mm -hmm. and it's our obsession with self. It's our it's being an idol of self. Um, Yep. And I will say like. A lot of this is kind of like some hard truth to stomach. I think it's hard. Um, but you got to start somewhere. And I think when it comes to idols in your life, when it comes to being apathetic with the Lord or having a lo- low view of him, the first, the, half, the first half of the battle is recognizing that and coming to the conclusion that, look, being honest to God and saying, hey, I'm apathetic towards everything. I'm kind of cold towards you, Lord. That's half the battle. And exactly when you do that confessing that God the is Lord. there to help yeah. you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You're not just there to defend for yourself. You're not just there to just care for yourself. Like the Lord knows you more than you
1: know yourself. Mm-hmm. And we have to come to him about that. Right. Yes. I, I, I completely agree. And so, yeah, we have to start there. We just start with admitting our own, our own fault, our own weakness, our own uh, the house, how much love for God, how, you know, he deserves so much of our love and affections and yet how little of that we show to him. So yeah. it starts with admitting that. And wanting to know him more, wanting to, wanting to uh, have a, yeah. a greater knowledge I'm th- of
0: him. I'm thinking about First um, Peter five seven, where you cast your cares on him because he cares for you. And I think for the Christian, it also consists of the things you don't care about, right? Uh-huh. It, it, am I like wrong with that? Like being honest to him, saying, "Lord, I want to care, but I kind of am struggling with caring." Mm-hmm. He still cares for you, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think we can always go to the Lord about when when we. There's a lot of times a disconnect between what we know is truth and our and our emotions and our feelings, right? Because feelings are, are fickle. We, we know, or you, hopefully you know, uh, you don't want to live life by your feelings. You want to live life by your emotions. I mean, there are some people who do that, and their life is a mess. So we, it's fact, facts over feelings and truth over feelings. But... When, we're, when it comes to things like, you know, loving God, knowing God, we want our feelings and our emotions to align with what we know is truth, right? We want to. And so, yeah, we, we bring that to the Lord. We ask him to yeah. work in our hearts. And I think about what John Stott said. He said, our love grows soft if it is
0: not strengthened by truth, and our truth grows hard if it is not softened by love. Mm-hmm. Just what it comes back to is love, mm-hmm. right? And our love needs to be strengthened by truth. If it's not strengthened by truth, then
1: that's obviously problematic. You know what I'm saying? So, Yep. So I guess to kind of sum up, uh, we, we looked at what theology is and kind of have gone through some of the objections to why, why it would not be important for us to study. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very, so practical. Yes, it's difficult, but, uh, it it is understandable. We can, we can begin to to learn about God and experience this truth. It's yes, theology, some theology is old. It goes way back, but that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. We can be thankful for that. And it can be difficult to get into theology, but we have to let our love for the Lord motivate us and uh, and our desire to know Him better. Yeah, and I think
0: in all things, the Lord is always so available to help us, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with not studying theology, you can go to Him about it. If you're struggling with if you're struggling with studying theology, you can go to Him about it. You can go to Him about everything, and that's just telling of who He is. And who would not want to study a God like that? Mm-hmm. You know, a God that's so welcoming and inviting and loving towards us. Why would you not want to spend your whole life studying him? You know, that's probably what what had to be settled in my heart before I actually started studying him was the fact that I had to come to the conclusion on who I'm actually studying. I need to study uh, the Lord and allow Him to reveal Himself, and not try to like think of some God my own. I, that's why we need: His Word. Yes, we need to rely on not His make an revelation in His mind. Word, yeah. not make an idol of my own mind. And when I finally do that theology is not boring it's far from boring who would think that studying the god of the universe who made you it's just cool to think about learning about who made you mm-hmm. that's just the coolest thing ever
1: and he didn't have to, and, and and what i always think about too is he didn't have to reveal himself to us yeah he could he have, have left us anything. completely in the dark yeah right he doesn't he did, need he did, he, and so the fact the greatest gift that god could give us is himself. himself you know i, I think john Boom. john i think that's that's not me that's john piper who i believe no that's you, that's you, that's you. <laughs> and and that's that's so true the greatest gift that god could give us in the whole universe is the gift of being able to know and have a relationship with him yeah so to deny to not to refuse studying theology to refuse studying who god is is to refuse this amazing the gift that he's gift given us time. and so uh yeah i think that's i think that's a just that really wraps up everything Everything we're trying to say in this episode. And and this is really laying the ground for, as we pr- hope to, Lord willing, go on to looking at different aspects of theology, looking at God's attributes and things like that, yeah. and just, just understanding why this is so vital and so important for us. Yeah. He's what makes heaven, heaven. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Awesome. Well, this has been a fun episode.
0: All right. See you guys later.